What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm so excited for our guest today. Today we have my friend Greg Addison. Greg is an absolute legend in ministry who coaches so many churches all around the cr- country, especially on first-time guest experience and that whole welcome experience by your church. We call it first impressions. He does so much with that, even hosts the first impressions conference greg knows so much about leadership and is just such a great resource i'm very excited to have him on the show today we talk a little bit even about his conference called first impressions conference which is coming up november uh, 5th through the 6th and you're not going to want to miss this you can register at firstimpressionsconference.com it's going to be absolutely incredible i'm going to be watching it you should too so check it out we we talk about that in the episode and we talk about more leadership tips so go ahead and share this with a friend click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and we're going to jump into our conversation with greg addickson What is up, everybody? I'm here with my friend, Greg Addison. Greg, how's it going today? Going good, man. Glad to be on your show. Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, we met, man, this was probably five years ago or around there, right, at the Push Pay Conference. Yeah, Disneyland. Disneyland. That's the greatest place to hold a conference. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Greg, tell us a little bit about you and your leadership journey. Well, I started uh, young in ministry. I was the high school intern at my church growing up as a youth and then started on staff at my first church at the age of 18 as a freshman in college. Um, Went on staff to be over music and youth and then went more in the music direction and uh, was a worship leader for 11 years. But started uh, way back in 1994, so it's been 26 years in ministry doing a variety of roles from worship to uh, tech and production to campus pastor at multi-site churches, uh, two multi-site churches overseeing the entire congregation. And then um, my broader uh, ministry to the Big C Church has started in 2005. I started consulting with churches and have worked with churches all over the world for the last 15 years. But um, it's been quite the journey. I still feel young. I'm only 45, but it's been 26 years in, uh, at the age of 45. So, um, I've seen a lot and seen a lot of changes over the years. And, um, then everything just, you know, here with COVID just grew exponentially as far as the change factor. Um, been a, a, a wild ride helping churches and still consulting with churches, but from my home office and, um, it's uh, it's a passion of mine helping church leaders uh, grow and um, encourage them and help them reach more people for Christ. That's amazing. You've been around a lot of great leaders, a lot with with all your consulting and and conferences. Um, that's amazing. Tell us if you're in a room full of leaders. Uh, maybe you're speaking at at a conference. What is a piece of leadership advice that you would give them to help them lead better today? Um, something I blogged about 
a few years ago and um it got published somewhere and i can't remember where but uh it's just about the concept of practicing active listening uh it's something that i've worked on personally i've worked on it uh with a therapist uh, my counselor and i said uh you know was hearing um uh concerns over the years through through my spouse and then with uh coworkers um of having the tendency to get defensive or to interrupt and um to try to get my point across really quickly and it's more of an a, an attention span thing for myself cuz I didn't want to forget my point but it came across as rude and so I worked for a solid year one year in counseling on wow. practicing the art of active listening and then I blogged about it it's on my blog gregackinson.com about uh, how pastors can be active listeners. But if I was in a room with leaders, uh, the natural tendency for people when you're in a room with people that you want to impress or you want to uh, to like you or you want to you want to try to get a word in is to uh, interject something or to 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 jump at, jump and get a word in. Whereas to sit back and to practice active listening and to really really hear the person and to listen well. And then respond once they finish speaking. I remember when I met you and your friends at Disneyland, uh, we went out to eat and we just sat there and talked that night. And I know some of your friends had some notebooks and were taking notes and we were just hanging out. And I was trying my best just to listen to you and to your peers and to hear uh, what people of a younger generation think and, and what you're dealing with and struggling with and what your ministry looks like and what life is like, but to really listen. I remember years ago being at the Creative Church Conference, C3 Conference at Fellowship Church in Dallas that I used to go to every year, and Ed Young Jr. was talking, and he said that uh, there was a young pastor, 20-something-year-old pastor, that asked if he could meet with him for coffee. And so Ed said, sure, I'll meet with you. And they got together for coffee, and the entire time, the guy never stopped talking. He just kept saying, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and we're doing this and we're doing this and we're doing this. And Ed sat back and he thought, wow, you asked me to coffee and you're sitting here with somebody that's, you know, led and done and accomplished what I've done over, you know, decades of ministry. And you never once asked me a question. You wow. never once took the time to, um, to pick my brain. And so that's something I've honestly been doing since I was in college. When I was 18 years old as a worship leader, I contacted the worship leader at the largest church in my college town. And I said, can I take you to lunch? Can I take you to coffee? And I think it was probably lunch because this was before coffee was cool. But I said, can I take you to, to lunch? And I just picked his brain. Uh, and back then, the largest church in our city was 900 people. And that just seemed huge because I was at a little country church of 70 people. There were like three last names in the whole church. Everybody was related. And um, I was just a young buck. I had I, I was so uh, green. I didn't I didn't know anything, had never accomplished anything, had never led anything. And so I was 18 leading ministries with 60 and 70 year olds in it and just um, really wanted to grow and to learn. And so I would um, get together with this minister of music, which is what they called him back then of this church of 900 and just ask him questions and pick his brain. And, and, um, we went on to become good friends and he actually, actually 
asked my school to bring him in as an adjunct professor. And so he was one of my worship professors. But um, I think just active listening, just taking the time. Uh, one, you know, for me, being known for hospitality and first impressions, it just shows people you care about them, that you take the time to show a genuine interest in somebody and look them in the eyes and hear their story and give them the um, gift of your presence, your undivided attention. And so um, that would be my advice. Wow, that's so good. That's so good. And what I got out of that, too, is this culture of humility starting in us. I, I think back to the Ed Young story you shared, and there's so many times where uh, you can see kind of the pride in ourselves in those situations. Um, but that was so encouraging. That was so encouraging. What is a way maybe that you can, you practice active listening? Maybe you were with your counselor and they gave you a good tip. But someone listening to this right now, they can just be like, okay, how can I practice active listening today? Well, it's funny because it's embarrassed me sometimes. Um, I practice so intently now that I will listen to you or to my kids or to my spouse or to a friend to the point that when they finish talking, I have totally forgotten what I was going to say and I have no response. (laughs) And, um, and this just happened recently where um, somebody said, were, were you even listening to me? I said, yeah, I was listening so much that I forgot what I was going to say. I don't have, I don't have any response, but just trying so hard not to interrupt because when I was younger uh, in my twenties, I would, I would really interject my opinion really quickly because I've always been just kind of had the DNA of a strong leader, but I would just really quickly interject. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Or I know where you're going. Let me finish that thought. And I would just try to jump in and get a word in really quickly. Or if somebody was talking to me about a concern they had with something I was doing, I would get quick to be a defensive instead of really listening and hearing where they're coming from and acknowledging their concern. And so um, I think just holding your breath and waiting until they completely finish their thought before you speak. That's so good. That's so good. I am going to practice that today. It is my wife's birthday as we're recording this, so that will be a great yeah. present for her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and so just like you, my wife is so great at letting me know I need to be a better listener. Um, yeah. That's amazing. You also started something incredible uh, called the First Impressions Conference. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this event that you started? Yeah, so I consult with large churches in the area of first impressions and guest services and hospitality and the church guest experience. And years ago, I was consulting with a large church on the East Coast, and the executive pastor said, we just hired somebody to be over first impressions. What conference should we send them to? And I was speechless. I said, there isn't anything. I said, I've spoken at conferences since 2000. So for the last 20 years, I've been speaking all over uh, North America. Before and I conferences was were tracked. Cool, right, right. right. <laughs> I was always a tract or a breakout or even a keynote of, on first impressions, but it was never the focus of the conference. And because I believe first impressions are so important, you know, if people don't come back for a second visit, we can't disciple them. We all are passionate about helping people take their next step and grow in their spiritual journey and and go and make disciples. But if they don't return, we can't disciple them. We can't 
have an influence on them and impact in their life. And so I've got really passionate about the guest experience and, and, um, visitor, visitor retention, getting guests to come back and to return and to get plugged into the church so that they can grow in their faith. And so, um, uh, this we're working right now, it's November 4th through 6th on our fourth first impressions conference. We're actually working on our fifth one. That's going to be May of 2021. We've already got that whole lineup, uh, set and the website created. And so we're juggling two things at once right now, but we're coming down the home stretch of producing the final elements of this year's uh, November 4th through 6th First Impressions Conference. Uh, that's our fourth conference. And then we will announce how people can sign up for the fifth conference, which is in the spring of 2021. But I just reached out to some friends. I talked with it. I think it's important for everybody to have a coach and a mentor. And I've always had mentors in my life, men that were older than me, whether it be a spiritual mentor, a business mentor, or a marriage mentor. I've always had mentors in my life people that I could look up to. And um, one, of, one of my mentors um, invited me to speak at his conference on first impressions. And I told him what this executive pastor said. And he said, Greg, you ought to go for it. And he said, this is what you're known for. You ought to start your own conference. And so um, I don't even speak at it. I'm behind the scenes. I like to function behind the scenes. But I just reached out to a whole bunch of friends and uh, that first year, and we pulled it off in six minutes, in six months from concept to execution. We made it happen, and we had 11,000 people from wow. uh, like 14 countries uh, tune in and watch online. And so we stuck with the online format this year because of COVID and people that don't want to travel. They can just log in from their home or church or office. But uh, it's November 4th through 6th. You can just go to firstimpressionsconference.com. Um, to give you an idea of the scope of things, every year so far, uh, we've had 40 speakers. This year, we have 120 speakers. We tripled it in size to give you the most bang for the buck, the most uh, content and training as possible. And um, it actually costs less this year than it did last year. And so we try to do everything we can to help out churches in this COVID season. But I'm going to hear from some great leaders and people that are talking about this year's theme, which is navigating a new season. Um, I don't think this is a new normal. I think it's hard to tell what normal is going to flesh out to be. But in the Christian life and in the life of, of the church, we go through seasons, highs and lows, mountains and valleys, ebbs and flows. So um, this is a season. We won't always have to wear masks. We won't always not be able to shake hands and hug and touch one another because because of COVID. One day there'll be a vaccine and we'll be back to normal and we'll be hanging out in in large groups and concerts. I miss going to concerts. I went to so many concerts last year, but um, uh, one day things will be back to the way they kind of used to be, but they're also going to change for the better in a lot of ways. And so we have a lot of people talking about digital ministry and online church and ways of of navigating this new season. So we're excited about it. Amazing. Amazing. How can people get more information and register? Because they got to register quick. Yep. It's coming up soon. So just firstimpressionsconference.com. Awesome. I'm, I'm very excited for this. I know I'm going to stream it into the office and, and get some of my team to watch it and just learn how we can just reach more people for Jesus better. Awesome. Well, we just released the schedule 
uh, yesterday. So now you can actually log on and not only see when people are speaking, but what they're speaking on and what the title of their session is. And so we just just launched the schedule. And so you can plan accordingly with your team and um, and, and your staff members and, and who you want to see what uh, we've got the schedule out now. That's so good, Greg. Thank you so much for giving us some time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm honored. All right. We'll talk soon.